up our game and shit. We need to do comedy butt naked, right? He <laughs> <laughs> his eye socket off and his uh, eyeball fell out. White women keep kidnapping us. <laughs> Y'all seen the blind side. Aren't you uh, glad we have that disclaimer? Uh, I'm glad, yes, yes, I'm, I'm, it's going to come in handy for this This week's episode of The Voice Party is brought to you by Big Boy Raps. Get your car wrapped by some of the most experienced and skilled in the Bay. Big Boy Raps, where the big boys play. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Wait, are you ready? Yeah, I'm recording. Are you recording? Okay, okay. <laughs> well, shit. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Voice Party Podcast. That's the name, right? Podcast. Yeah, podcast. That, that yeah, is yeah, the yeah. name of our podcast. <laughs> I'm here, you should, JD. I feel like you should know that. <laughs> I should know that. I'm just. I, that's a little, little running gag I have with him, just to make sure he's he's paying attention. Is it called The Voice Party? It is called The Voice Party. <laughs> What's up, Black Joaquin? How yeah, you doing, dude? I'm, I'm swell, man. I'm yeah? Great. You're drinking coffee out of The Voice Party mug? Yes, thank you I for Thank you for uh, putting the merch out. And we got Hawk. Uh, <laughs> oh, that is not my name. <laughs> we got Marcos here. What's going on, man? You took the sunglasses off. What's going on? Sun- sunglasses? What the fuck is wrong with you today? Gosh. Oh, no. You, embar- you, you nervous? I don't know what's going on I with have me. that effect on It's not a big deal. It's okay. It's not every- <laughs> Must have turned it on or no, something. No, no, no. And we got Phil here with the ones and twos. What's up, Phil? What's cracking, cracker? Uh, I'm chilling. And I'm then, taking it back. Okay. Very special guest. Um, um, <laughs> just threw me off. We are off to such a start <laughs> today. Hi, I'm Jen Fragonard. Jen, nice from, to be yeah. Jen from the Fragonards. Yes. That's what. <laughs> that was the most chaotic fucking that was intro chaos. in the world. That was it's chaos. We've had, not, worse. we've had we've worse. We've had worse. Yeah, we've had bad. We've had bad worse. <laughs> but this is fun. This is fun. Thank you for thank you for helping me with the intro. No problem. I can host too if you need. You oh, just yeah. give me give me a signal and be like, I'm gonna need you to take over for take some. over right now. <laughs> Hi. So how? What are all your names? <laughs> no, we just went. To, oh, we she's just, a bad host too. No, we, oh no. We just we just introduced. Well, ourselves. I just called you Joaquin. Starting the whole thing no, now. That's true. No. I called I called him Joaquin. That's not his name. That's so true. yeah. Thank you for coming out, taking a long ass drive. Two to hour here. drive. You yeah, said. just a couple and, hours. It's all oh good. And we appreciate you. Like you reached out to me about it because I had Gabby Bravo on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gabby's the coolest. What's your relationship with her? Um, so, me and uh, my friend Keto originally started the Fragonards like a year and a half ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and forever ago, they were he and Gabby were in a band called Pandulce together. Pandulce. Yeah. 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 I remember on, yeah, on your we little clip, I, they were, y'all were into it. <laughs> um, so, anyway, they have that connection. And then so I got to meet Gabby mm-hmm. through Keto. And uh, yeah, I I love love every time I get to see her perform. She's amazing and just like also a really awesome person. So. You guys perform together, right? We haven't performed like together, but she's been in our lineup and we've been in her lineup. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, talk to us about the name the Fragonards. <laughs> we were just talking about this right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a that's an interesting. It's an interesting name. It is. Well, so I. Uh, was an art major in college. Okay. I have a double major in French and painting. Okay. Um, and so I love an art pun. And to get myself through college, I was um, a cocktail bartender, and we all had like the responsibility to come up with a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in college, I I was all of my drinks were 
like drink or were I always say drink puns no art history references and literary puns and stuff so Jean Fragonard was a Rococo painter mm. uh, and so I invented the gin Fragonard and so when I came up with my stage name uh, years oh, later I was like I'm gonna be gin Fragonard because that was a sick drink so <laughs> and I couldn't think of anything else it was either it was gonna be gin Fragonard or Lizzie Martini and Lizzie Martini sounds like that's an alternate universe. That's uh, an alternate universe. It sounds like somebody who's like on a cruise ship, like yeah. singing yes. in a piano bar. Yeah. And so Lizzie Martini is my spy name, which this is really awkward. Now we have to cut that out because like <laughs> now there's going to be so many people uh, yeah, like, that's what we're oh my god, the the entire time Lizzie Martini is a fake. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, if you've enc- encountered me in a foreign country and you know. You were like, that's not a spy for sure. Lizzie Martini is a spy, um, but Jen Fragonard is a is a musician. What, what okay. was what was in the drink? It's uh, a gin. Something, nothing that I would enjoy drinking now, to be very honest. But it was um, it was gin, which I love gin. Yeah. Uh, and then creme de violet, uh, lemon, ginger bitters, and an egg white, and you shook it up, and then mm. there was a foam on top, and then you put the ginger bitters in this like pretty little like design, and then you took a toothpick and went. Do they still serve it? Uh, I don't think they serve it anymore. <laughs> okay. Man, that sounds yeah. delicious. Probably not. But yeah, I, I feel like I need to update it to a drink that I would actually drink actually now, drink. which is more like just gin and maybe a squeeze of lime and a, maybe an ice cube. You is think, more my you vibe think now. Of like making uh, okay. pre-made, pre-made cocktails of the gin Fragonard on tour and then sell a mess merch. Yeah. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. At some of our shows, we've we've served gin gin Fragonards. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So how, how did the, the band start? How did you start the band? Like, take, take us to how you started music in general. Yeah. So I haven't... Well, I in a sense, I've been in music for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I grew up kind of just like... In, in the church band, which is like so silly to talk about now. But um, yeah, and so when I was in high school, me and my best friend Brent Shahansky mm-hmm. led a church band together. Uh, so that was like my first introduction to, to band life at all. Um, and before that, all of my brother's best friends were in that same band. And then I went off to college and um, I honestly stopped doing music in a serious way for like 10 years. And then I got broken up with for the first time ever. And the next day I woke up and was like, I have something to say. Yeah. And oh that, my God. That motherfucker. That <laughs> motherfucker. And uh, the first line of my first song ever uh, was, your little cock uncircumcised. I saw the sadness oh in your God. eyes as you said we couldn't romanticize Whoa. this anymore. This wasn't at the you, church, you went right? From, no. <laughs> you went from God of wonders and majesty yeah. to singing about how small his dick is. Yep. Oh, <laughs> So anyway, it's a... Uh, this took a huge turn. You are or a small turn. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, and then after that, I just, like, I think once you got the, the music bug, it's hard to stop, mm-hmm. and I just, like... How, how old were you when you went back to music? Um, when I started doing it again on yeah, my own, yeah. uh, that was only, like, maybe two years ago. Oh, so wow. not... Not recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe even less than two years, to be honest. Um, yeah, I sent him a big, long text like a few months ago and was like, hey, you probably don't even remember me, but I need to thank you because you <laughs> totally changed my life. Thanks for bringing music back to me. 
part of your musical origin story right is, So yeah. what's the response to that? Like, uh, you're welcome? Or like, who Oh, he did not you? text back. <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> fair. <laughs> All good. But so anyway, so I... Um, Kind of continuing that story, uh, I just like started writing and it became like part of my response to just life. Like things would happen and I would be like, I don't know how to deal with these emotions. And then, you deal through, through music. yeah, it was yeah. like suddenly I had a healthy way of dealing with shit. Yeah. And um, so, so, sorry, what you yeah. just said reminded me of the Thanos scene. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> you took everything. You took from everything me. from me. But that's that's, dude. Like some of that, it's the best way to express it through, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think music is so cool because you can take something. I mean, all of my songs are about stuff that really happened in my life and Mm -hmm. that I'm dealing with and um, or that my friends have dealt with or, you know, just kind of like processing. And the coolest thing about that is that I can take pain out in the world and then put it into words, say it a bunch of times until I've processed it and like accepted it on some level. And then I can go and perform it. And I have people come up to me all the time and say like, Oh my gosh, like that's so relatable. And like, I'm going through that thing too. And then it's almost like the final level of dealing with something is bringing it to other people and like Mm -hmm. helping them with their journey. Does it ever come to a place where like, you started off this, you wrote the song because of a painful thing mm-hmm. and now your memories of it is people coming up to you saying hi yeah, I was just gonna ask that yeah. yeah so like the memories become people's response yeah, to it yeah well you lose the original do you ever not lose that the you original lose it, but yeah it's not as yeah. impactful no I mean as, I, but yeah, I would actually argue do you lose the original meaning of it to some extent because now it's once it's the world's yeah it's not yours anymore you know yeah. what I mean yeah I mean, it's so, all of my songs are so locked in a moment because of that, because of how I write. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think the second you give it, give it out to the world, just like you're saying it, it does. It's their song now. It's their song now. And it does impact the meaning. And honestly, like I have to really go back and think through like, why did I write that song again? Mm -hmm. And versus. (laughs) It's like when you ask, what's that song about? And you're like. Oh, I, thought, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas when I was first playing all those songs, I was just like, it was so real for me. Right. And it was so, I was still so in it. Mm-hmm. You still yeah. had the pain behind it when you sang it probably, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting too, like kind of on the other end of that, I have yeah. like songs like uh, The Lucky One, uh, which I'm hoping to to put that one out on Spotify soon mm-hmm. with the Fragonards. But um, it's... A song that's like maybe one of my happiest songs. I don't write like a lot of happy songs, but that's one of the happier ones. Or it sounds really happy, and um, it's really about like looking at all the people who have passed away in my life and mm-hmm. just being like, you know what? I'm alive today. That's amazing. And um, I still the bridge of that song. I name everybody in my life that's important to me that's passed mm. away, and I that still gets me, and it like yeah. still kind of brings me back to that. And sure. which you'll always have that. Yeah. Well, that's a little personal so, too. Like yeah. you, you're very deep. That's a little more detail. Yeah. Than where most songwriters mm-hmm. probably don't go. Yeah, so. maybe. But but it's I, I feel like it's kind of cool to have that where, yes, there's there's songs where I've lost like the original feelings. But I also have songs where it's like it reminds me of the feelings that I want to keep in my life. Like mm-hmm. I want to keep those people close to me. Yeah. And, and it's one of those like. 
uh, like this one's for you, this one's for me. Yeah, yeah. You, ever, you, you do that with like a lot of your songs? Is I do that with certain jokes. Like, oh I wanna, wait, I want to hear wanna, about that. Well, I just like. I think I like I I when I take him to shows with me like hey I'm gonna do these jokes today and it's like this one's a good one to start with but this one I just like telling it so it's just like you know yeah there's one there's one specific joke that like him and me we always talk about it we're like this you know why does this like this one like to both of us is not the funniest joke ever but it kills every single time <laughs> and so like can't explain it you can't explain it like it's seriously just yeah just i don't know what it is but it just always kills and so we'll like be going to shows sometimes and, and i I'll have like, i have to tell it yeah. everywhere and i'm like dude you gotta do the joke <laughs> you gotta do the you joke and then the people joke. he's like you always talk crap about that joke i'm like i know but it works <laughs> but just it works. go do it, it gets just, like a really loud people? laugh yeah like so. like obnoxiously yeah it makes me oh mad how much it works me too me too kind of reminds me of what eminem said about singles he's like i hate singles yeah and i gotta put them out well, well like like uh what's it called uh big jagger that at one point he was uh tired of singing satisfaction yeah, right <laughs> not that that's like i'm at that level but it's one of no, those yeah. things where like shit like i can't get away from it now you know you can get i mean but well, you it doesn't, matter, it doesn't you, matter what level you're yeah, at right, right i've sang some of the same songs with my band for years and we were finally like can we stop? <laughs> like, yeah. Or can we at least add like some new covers just to spice it up a little bit? Yeah. You know what I mean? You get. Like, you ever find yourself where you kind of get tired? Not tired, but like. Just you, say the truth. You, tired. Yeah, yeah, you get you tired get of. Tired. I get yeah. tired of telling some of my jokes. So, I, like, I'm. A, you got tired of singing some yeah, songs. Yeah. Do you ever? There's like, definitely songs that I'm. Expiration date on the song. Yeah, I don't want to say which one. You don't yeah, say. don't say it. Don't say it. But, but, um, but yeah, I will say one that always gets asked for, and I do really enjoy playing it but it's like such a belty song like i i finish it and i'm like <sighs> uh, <laughs> yeah. and um is nasty woman and it's this uh it's this song about like don't fuck with a woman you don't know what you're doing you'll be turned to stone ain't no ain't no rest what was it i don't even know but it always <laughs> i'm like i'm not singing the song right now so i don't know the words but um yeah it's it always gets asked for at almost all of my shows, and there's like certain people who will come to my shows consistently and be like, Master Woman! And it's like, okay, that's I'm like, that's buckling your, up. That's your free bird. I know, <laughs> sometimes. <free> bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, um, yeah, people people will yell at me at my shows too they'll joke about it too but i'll like gurgle whiskey before that song because it like oh, gets my throat so. ready for it. That's okay. So, mm -hmm. b b based on what you just said right now, so you have like a consistent uh, fan base where you perform at right now, right? Like, yeah, I would yeah, say yeah, so. Yeah. Like I got, I got cool homies. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. another way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> like, as you have with the band, have you, like, where did you guys start originally? Like, as a band, like what city? Yeah. Um, we when we first started, I was in Monterey. Okay. And then my bandmate Keto is in Castroville, and it started as just a duo. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I was yeah looking at you guys' Instagram. Yeah, we started very like just folksy duo, just mm. getting out there doing wineries and stuff. Like, and then like we, a folk white stripes. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, 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 very much so. A lot of and we actually would like make a lot of the same jokes as like the early white stripes too. Um, like one time I totally embarrassed him and, uh, somebody, cause it's like a guy and a, a girl duo. Right, so inevitably yeah. you have that, those questions, 
and are you uh, a couple? <laughs> yeah, are you a couple? Yeah. And uh, just so I just started messing with people at some point, and uh, so, uh, poor keto had to deal with me messing with people. <laughs> and one time we were at a venue, and I was like, anyway, today we're celebrating our 15 years of marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's our anniversary today, and everybody was like, woo! And then they like look at us, and they're like. How is that like, possible? You guys, you guys look like you're only 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we you definitely. Ever tell people you guys were like divorced. We, we were betrothed. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Shoot, we should have done like, that. We're two years divorced, but we still love rocking the stage together. We still love and then, like, rock and roll. And then play no. your like biggest love <laughs> Which is song. Not a genre. He doesn't yeah. want to give up the rights to the music, so yeah. yeah. Here we are. But but anyway, we added we added other members, so now we're like yeah. more of a full band. Yeah. Um, and so and Keto's on drums now. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. which was a switch around from the original kind of like how we, we, it was after the divorce, you have to go after the, the divorce. Yeah, no, he's no. got to move to the back of the band. No divorce, no divorce. Only, only good vibes. So is us. that him singing on the two records yes. on Spotify? And actually the second one you can change is by keto. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. I was confused by that too. Cause your pictures on everything. Yes. But your Instagram is telling me six different stories, kind of like there's, there's two members and there's four members. And then yeah, because it's kind of in it's in transition right now. So okay. it, it started okay. as one thing and now we're transitioning kind of. So to you the are full. the lead now. Yes. Everything going forward is going to be you and the Fragonards yes. versus just the Fragonards. Yeah, so, versus the duo. Yeah. yeah. So when you first started your band, it was just the two of you. Was the, the folk sound, was that... A mutual decision was that whose idea was that yeah oh you know I wish I could remember I feel like it just so we started uh with just my songs and then keto well actually this you were asking before I keep losing the thread I know, but keep, <laughs> <I know. laughs> too many interesting questions um but the way that the Fragonard specifically started um was that uh keto was playing in another band with uh, a mutual friend of ours and um he was playing bass and I was asked to open for their band um and he my my friend told me that he was interested in playing bass on my at that time I was just doing ukulele songs um so it was very like singer songwriting I guess kind of folksy ukulele natural transition yeah. yeah yeah and um so my friend reached out to me and was like hey this guy named Keto which I kind of knew him from like you know the music scene in the area but um wanted to play bass on your songs and to be honest like at first I was like whatever because I was thinking bass like like yeah. bass and I'm like whatever I I don't know I could do with it or I could do without it and then uh he reached out to me and he's like dude I think upright bass and ukulele would sound cool together and I was like hold on oh, shit. that's cool so we tried it and we just really loved the sound and I think it kind of went in a folksy direction and we both like kind of folk music and stuff I think it's evolved to more of like it's still folksy I think there's singer-songwriter aspects to it now um but yeah, I think it's more. We've been working on trying to figure out what the genre is now, especially. Which is, which is cool to just ride it. Out yeah, I don't it. think I. Ha- I mean, unless except for playlisting, you don't really need to like be like we are. Yeah. This thing. Yeah, but. you kind of limit yourself sometimes doing that. Yeah, I well, think so there, too. Do you think there's a contradiction in that because playlisting can? I mean, is, is a really important. It is. Um, 
part of being an independent artist, especially today. Like, not yeah. necessarily getting, like, paying to get on playlist, playlist but, but, like, like submitting. submitting. Yeah. Uh, where people put you on their own playlist can and you, stuff like can, that. Yeah. Sorry, can you guys describe what, what you're talking about? Because I don't know yeah, what playlist so, is. So, okay, so playlist, look, you know, like, when you're on Spotify and you make a playlist oh, yeah, itself, yeah. right? Yeah. Of, like, songs your favorite. Yeah. Okay. Everyone has their own playlist. People have multiple. And some people have playlists that have gotten a lot of traction on Spotify. So what you can do as an independent artist is you can go to these websites and say, hey, this dude's got 20,000 monthly listeners on this playlist. He's just a regular guy. He's just playlist blew up. I want to pay you to get to review my song and put it on the playlist for a couple months, right? Oh. And people make like... I would. I don't know if it's a full time job, but this, people Some do this people, like as their job. Yes, yeah, people do this a, as their very job. Very legitimate. Yeah. Um, play, the guys that make the playlists. Yeah. 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 Play. And like, they just it's like being and it's, a digital DJ. Yeah. yeah. It's like being a digital oh, DJ. Fashion yeah. Too. Well, and on certain things too, it's not just like Spotify. It's also like now it's Instagram. Now mm-hmm. it's YouTube. It's really Instagram too, huh? Yeah, right. and I feel like that's really now without huge labels and things ruling everything i felt well i don't know i don't want to mm. go in yeah i don't know that could go either way but it's, it depends but playlisting is important yeah i think it's safe to say yeah. yeah that's a game changer I, like, I wasn't aware about yeah, that, it, yeah. it's more though it's it's not so much being on a playlist is super important but it's like the john but putting yourself in a genre helps people go okay i'm gonna i can discover this music Got easier kind of like yeah pandora because, yeah because if you to, should, yeah. if you just say like oh i make all kinds of music people are gonna be like oh you're one yeah. of those you know what i mean like Definitely. i don't i'm not even gonna look for that but if you say if you go to a rocker and say hey i make pop punk they're gonna be like okay i'll yeah. give it a chance i like pop punk you know what i mean or if you go hey i'm a folk singer i like folk i'm gonna try that yeah yes. okay that, that okay that that's kind of like what pandora was back then where you just you know pandora was kind of cool though because that was wise. It's no longer around. No, it is. Oh, okay. Just, but like, no one uses got it. it. Yeah. There was a height of Pandora yeah. for sure. But like, you could say, I make my songs are kind of every genre, and then you would be forced to at least listen to the first ten seconds. Of yeah. It. Right. 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 You know? okay. yeah. yeah. I definitely. I, I do think having a very like a an understood genre is important. Um, or like maybe even like two genres. I would. I would <laughs> say like an understood of your brand more. Yes, that's yeah, that's kind of where I was genre. about to go with that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. Sorry. Working kinda, on I it. I kind of just <laughs> said that for you. You're fine. <laughs> Is there a specific genre though, like or a style of music that you do kind of want to take the Fragonards? Frag Fragonards. The Fragnards. Fragnards. <laughs> yeah. So I have kind of three different projects. Okay. So I have gin, which is sort of my my personal with a ukulele, project. right? And well, so that's morphing. Everything's kind of in transition okay. right now. So that's morphing to more like girl and a piano, Regina Spector, oh, Ingrid Michaelson. Okay. Okay. So that's gonna go that direction. I want the Fragonards. <laughs> we didn't plan that. Oh, <laughs> we just understood. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and then I think the Fragonards, kind of moving forward, are gonna be like full band, folksy. Or going in that direction, or even, I don't know. I've, I've, I, some, I've heard somebody argue for indie pop, which was mm. interesting. And then, uh, and then I also have the Telltales, which is my uh, always touring band from Austin with my best friend, and we're more like Americana okay. leaning. 
And that's and you have a tour coming up that you, you we talked we about. Do. We talked about that when you were yeah. 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 What, what, which project is that with? So my best friend Evelyn Jackson okay. lives in Austin and w- kind of in my period of like not doing music but also like low key kind of doing music. We we would always um play together just like you know in college where there's no bedtime and you're young and you just stay up all night (laughs) and you just make music and hang out um so we used to just stay up all night and play this like beautiful grand piano um in the community center and just make music together uh and my parents moved to austin recently um and she lives in austin so it finally kind of made sense for us to legitimize us just writing songs together and yeah, that's the Telltales. Uh, so you, is that where you're going to be going to do the tour in Austin? So the, the tour is in uh, this on the Central Coast. So mostly okay. like Monterey, Monterey Santa Salinas. Cruz. It's August 10th through the 13th. Oh, so wow. mini tour. Mini tour. Mini tour. Have you thought about, you mentioned Austin though. I know that's like. Uh, just it's a hotbed. Yeah, for music and com- comedy, especially right now. But music has always been. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about doing something there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the plan is to, and we're starting to work on schedule tours there so uh the number that's been thrown out which i don't know how realistic this is yet but but she's coming here about four times per year and i'm going to be going there about four times per year so we'll be consistently playing in both places ideally what's the what's the goal for you like what what do you i mean because you you got these the project you just mentioned Mm -hmm. but which one do you kind of want to push forward longevity or, or. Yeah, I'm not good at choosing. I feel like I'm just one of those people where if I have multiple things to focus on, that I can push everything to the max. If I have just one thing that I'm focusing on, I feel like I get bored. So I can kind of like give have, have different. Your, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like that with instruments, too. Oh, my gosh. I like learn a new instrument every like six months just for, like yeah, otherwise yeah. it's boring like why but um I would say like you know I'm gonna I'm right now I'm trying to put a lot of energy into Jen Fragonard mm-hmm. and uh this summer because I in my day job I'm a teacher so oh, no way. I have two months off right now what I'm just grade? recording uh high school yeah wow. mostly freshmen what subject I teach art Oh, for real, that's the coolest. He's, yeah. a, he's also a, he's a teacher. teacher. Oh, are you? What do you teach? I'm, I'm an instructional aide. I'm half a teacher. But oh, that's, I, you know, <laughs> he always, we need he instructional always, aides. He always corrects us when we say He goes, I'm 50% teacher. <laughs> 50% teacher, I'm a 50% diet teacher. monster. <laughs> like Harvey Dinsley, half. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Wait, no. but it, what do you teach? Um, Tensions and <laughs> Well, I do oh, wait, have. That would be sick. So though. in the after school, <laughs> at, okay. No way. So I, I work two jobs. So during the day, I'm an instructional aide from like eight thirty to two o'clock, mm-hmm. and then I transition in the after school program, which means I, I basically tutor all day, with the exception of why well, do a lot. There's a lot of hats I wear, but Mondays <laughs> I, right now. <laughs> but Mondays I have the distinct honor of being the dungeon master of a very devoted group of D and D high school students. I love that so much, and it's so great. I have, there's a teacher that does work with me on it. Like he cooks up some of the visuals and stuff, and I do all the plotting and the storytelling mm-hmm. and what have you. And it's great. We got we got funded. We had a successful what? campaign to get like all these books and stuff into the high school. It's great. That's so cool. How oh much gosh. does being a teacher influence your music? 
Ooh, that's a good question. I, um, well, I think I write the best. I don't know how you are with this, um, but I write the best when I'm like, I have a lot of things in my head and maybe I'm like a little bit stressed out. Yeah. Um, from anything, from okay. relationships, from people, from, you know, and that's like, like I was saying before, that's kind of what I translate into my songs. Mm-hmm. So my goodness is my job <laughs> just perfect for giving me just pumping material. in inspiration. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely it's stressful. It's not it's not easy to be a teacher for sure. Um, I also think on the other side of things, um, I so it's my seventh year teaching and or it's about to be. And I'm just very used to being in front of people. Like it's, I don't have stage fright any or sort of stage fright yeah. whatsoever. Especially since you're, yeah, that's, that's like the perfect job for a mm-hmm. performer. Yeah. And yeah. I, that's why I, I ha- had this period where I wasn't doing any kind of music, but in a way I feel like I was almost like getting ready to perform yeah. like in, in so many other ways. Um, and what, one of those things was just being in front of people and, I mean, you, you have to have a sense of humor to survive as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you are, you are not going to survive. Especially, especially high school, right? Especially high yeah. school with freshman boys. Um, so, I mean, I'm up there feeling like it's like a little comedy act. Like, yeah. I'm just making... <laughs> and, and you're uh, getting heckled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Just constantly. <laughs> my skin is like... My epidermis is this thick. Like, it's wild. Um, so, yeah, I think in, in another sense, I, I was super influenced by teaching just like in the way that I've performed my banter is very similar to just me teaching mm-hmm. that, that that's what uh i forgot someone told me um it was a performer it was like the same way you kind of have to calm down a classroom sometimes you got to use that on stage to, oh yeah to, i have literally in the middle of the show been like okay if you can hear me clap once <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no joke and they did yeah. <laughs> do the wolf ear thing or whatever i know or bump, bump, Silent, bump. what is it quiet coyote quiet coyote yeah. <laughs> So, ain't quiet coyote working on any high schoolers. <laughs> how are you balancing though? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was agreeing with her. I said, oh, okay. mm-hmm. How are you balancing three music projects yeah. and a teaching job? That sounds insane to me. I'm a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be. I, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you sleep? <laughs> when's the last time you slept fully? That's a that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I had a good night of sleep last night and I was like, I texted people about it. Like I was like, I slept. This never happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I, the, Oh, should I'm just, I'm needing to filter myself on this one. The cool thing about my job is I, this is my, going to be my fourth year teaching at the same place. My curriculum's okay. pretty locked in. My, I know. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, my, I didn't know if that was good. <laughs> no, no, it was a good clap. Um, but it, my, uh, my curriculum's pretty locked in. I, I'm an art teacher, so I'm, we're project-based. I grade right. twice a quarter. So, so that's your own like autopilot. On I'm kind of, yeah, I get to be a little bit on autopilot where I don't get to be on autopilot is like, I, my favorite thing about my job is like my kids need me as like a therapist, as like a counselor, as all of these. So like emotionally, I'm not on autopilot, but with like grading and curriculum and stuff, I get to kind of chill to be honest. So, um, so because of that, I, I do, I don't have to spend all of my time like 
just working mm -hmm. and so it's it opens up you can some turn time. it off yeah it opens yeah. up time to where i can you know be a brand manager for like three <laughs> bands and like right. write yeah. songs and right. yeah. you're not grading every week like yeah. some teachers you know exactly teachers are just english teachers especially oh like gosh. dude respect so pe would be <laughs> the other respect. chill thing yeah pe and i mean at first when i first started teaching i was like why does everybody think this is so chill like i am insulted by this right. like <laughs> my job is very hard and now i'm like Art, art is kind of chill. Yeah, <laughs> art well, is chill. I was gonna ask chill. you, like, and, and respectfully, like, mm -hmm. do you find that the kids do get to come into your class? Maybe because not that it's easier, an mm -hmm. easier class per se, but like you get to be expressive and have fun, unlike you know literature yeah. and you don't really get to do that until your later years where right. in That's high like, school it's like do this 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 and this you know but yeah. like art you get to express yourself and so maybe they feel a little more uh, unless, relaxed unless you want to be a dick about it <laughs> this is not art yeah <laughs> no no I would never but yeah, yeah. I, I will say I in my class and like with my personality I do kind of like require them to take it a little bit more seriously sure. than maybe your average uh, art class but at the same time like once they get past that I mean, it's, it's more that it's like, we're going to seriously learn how to try. We're right. going to seriously yeah, learn yeah, yeah. how to think critically. Yeah, yeah. Like in sure. this age of TikTok and just like repeating what you Ooh, see and creating. Yeah. It's like, we are going to seriously push ourselves to be original and creative. How do you, how do you find that's affected the kids' minds with TikTok and, and like how social media is now versus yeah. when we were in our Especially school. artistic kids. I, that are, that are I just, I think that there is like a real difficulty to be original right now. Mm. I think it is very like... Ev everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I think it's hard to like, to like push yourself outside of that box. And I think a lot of people don't realize that that's what they're doing, that they're copying, that they're not trying to satisfy the algorithm in a sense. Ex well, uh, kind of, ooh. of life. Yeah. Of, of <laughs> kind of, kind of. <laughs> that's the interview. Thanks. <laughs> of life. Oh. <laughs> Drop the mic. In a way though, like the boxed in yeah. kind of. Yeah. I think that we, I mean, even AI can write papers for people. We, now. we just had a whole conversation about this. Yeah. We did. And I mean, there's a good way to use that and there's not a great way to use that and like I just I think that we're going like closer and closer to how do like I don't know I I, I don't want to filtering but like I don't want to live in a society where we don't have independent thought and creativity sure. I think yeah, it's safe yeah, yeah, to sure. say oh, I think, yeah, I think I that's the scary part about how t fast technology is moving yeah definitely especially for art definitely like and it's crazy to see in the kids those, yeah. those AI Wes Anderson videos that have been generating a little bit too on point. And, you know, I don't know if y'all have seen Yeah, it. I've mm -hmm. seen the Wes Anderson stuff, or, but that's, they've, is they've, that AI? They're doing stuff like, this is Wes Anderson if, if he did Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. Oh, yeah. artificially, like, generated. I'm like, ooh, this wait, is... Wait, it is cool to hear Biggie and Pac rapping the song, you know? Yeah, that is fun. That's cool, but then again... Yeah, like, it's like, cool, but, like, what's the end of that? Like, what's the... What does that mean for the future, for a hundred years from for future now? Future artists in the same I was, genre. I was telling them movies. that, like, I just went to a music summit yesterday, mm -hmm. and uh, on the panel they were talking about AI and stuff, and they were like, "How are you supposed to, like, you know, if people are making music like this, like, who owns it? Yeah, who 
and like nobody owns it. Yeah. Right. This is why I always thank my Alexa after she does favors for me because (laughs) one day. Yeah. Yeah. And my son, uh, my uh, Rupert, who cleans my floors every day, I thank him too. (laughs) You know, but yeah, AI is... It's kind of crazy. It's a well, Roomba, how, by the way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I got that. <laughs> cool. I I'm like, that. wait, that was that weird. How do you... you know, <laughs> like, my two-year-old just cleans my house. My two-year-old robot. I'm the Jetson. I throw him we a dollar and he's fine. The high school library just cleans the, the floors. I left my son yeah. plugged in. He's got like a mustache. <laughs> he just stays in the corner of the house yeah. all day. Rupert's been mad at me lately. He wants me to change out his filters. And I'm like, that's what, that seems like a lot of work, son. <laughs> okay, so... What, 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 do you, what do you do to inspire, like originality to your students because yeah um honestly well i do i i think that it's like it's, it's a muscle no, 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 you're good. no you're good. <laughs> um imagination's a muscle yeah. creativity is not something that magically people well I, maybe some people i think i kind of do but you know it's something that you maybe not even that's not even fair that i to say that i just naturally do that but um it's something that you learn how to do it's a skill that you build so i kind of baby steps it where it's like I start out the year, especially in drawing and painting one, start out the year kind of like giving a lot of prompts. And then as the year goes on, I kind of like back off. We also do a personal project where it's like, come up with your own project, submit a proposal. If your proposal is draw a stick figure, I'm going to say no. But, you know, reasonably, like it could be anything. It could be sculpture or whatever. So that's the kind of the first time I throw that at them. And then in drawing and painting two, I I start to be like, okay, here's the medium. This is the technique. Like, tell me what you want to do with this. Do your students know about your music? (laughs) Um, They're starting to figure it out because (laughs) you can only hide things for so long and stage names only go so far. Um, Is that why you created a stage name? Kind of, yeah, originally. Uh, And then, I don't know, I also just like... I mean, it's also fun. Yeah, it's fun. And also, I I never want to be in a place in my life or I'd, I never want to be in a place w- rather with my music where I'm filtering myself. Yeah. Like I just want to say anything that I want to say. And my personality, I do say whatever the fuck I want to say all the time, which is sometimes gets me in trouble. But, um, you know, I, I just didn't want to get to a point where I was thinking like, should I really put this out? Like, do I really want my kids to hear this or do I really want so-and-so to hear this thing? About the, about but the. then... <laughs> Oh, but the tiny about dick. The tiny <laughs> <laughs> but it's life. Yeah, but the, it's yeah, life. it's life. No, and she shows that to her kids on the first day of school, and she goes, "Oh yeah, this oh, is yeah. art, guys." <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, my kids are not gonna find this and be like, "Miss Vega, we heard you wrote a song like this." The, the reason I ask if they <laughs> we send oh, it no. out to her school, hey, guys, <laughs> tell them to watch this. Do you know who worked for you? <laughs> you know the who reason. Works for you. The reason I ask if they know about it though is, is I mean, it'd be, it's a little different than teaching math. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you're actually teaching what yeah. you do. Like, does it ever right. become where it's like, oh, shit, do you know who the fuck she is? Like, you know, right. the students actually, oh, yeah. she, they, she's an artist. Oh, yeah, they're figuring it out yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and they've come to, some of them come to my shows. Okay. Or uh, have come to my shows. We had a music teacher in high school who, like, promoted his band to, like, a lot of the serious musicians in there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, come see us. Like, we'll show you guys, like, what yeah. it's like to be at a show. And, like, mm-hmm. we'd go. Or, like, so. a drama teacher that does, I know a drama does, teacher that's yeah, a that stand-up does. comic. And, yeah. like, you know, his students come see him. It's like, oh, like, you're living this shit. You're not just, yeah. you know. Right. That, I'm not just bullshitting you because yeah, I saw this and it's not know, that it, in a book. Yeah, yeah we're it, applicable, it's, you know. Right. It's something that it kind of, like, if I was your student, I'd be like, oh, she's 
really doing what was it rapper yeah. said i really do this shit bro <laughs> yeah That's, yeah you know well and it's cool too because like i I, I mean, I love music because I feel like it brings together all of my passions where it's yeah. like, yeah, I write a song, but I'm creating my single covers. I'm working on branding. I am doing social media. I am like doing flyers and posters and, you know, there's the visual aspect of it too. So yeah, there have been certain students where I'm like, okay, you take this really seriously. You want to make a job out of it. Okay. Well, this is how I'm taking this seriously and making a job out of this. This is possible. And you're connected in that world. Yeah. Yeah. What's the dream? The dream dream? Yeah, it's the dream dream. AI. Um, no, AI. <laughs> AI is my dream, yes. I want to be a robot. Um, no, I I mean, the dream would be to quit my day job. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've never, like, and it's even, like, silly to say it, but, like, I've never had any need to be famous or anything like that. Like, I don't need, like, people to remember me for generations and generations or anything like that. But, like... I think the world would be better if everybody could live out their purpose and just like do what makes them happy. And I get up in the morning and I want to write songs and I want to perform and I want to record and I want to like connect with people. And like, that's where my heart is. So if I could not have to work and just get up and that could be work, that would be the dream. Honestly, that's exactly how I feel about mm-hmm. stand up. If yeah. I could just, you know, shit, I, I'll open for somebody as long as it pays the bills. Yeah. I could just be an opening act and I'll be cool with that. I don't really care about, you know, having to hide at Sprouts because people recognize me, <laughs> you know, like that, that for me would be as long as I get to do it and it pays my bills and yeah. that's all I'm doing. That is the dream. Yeah. For me too. Like, you know, I don't know how you guys. No, but. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be famous? I do. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I share a, a, a perspective with JD on on that there was a man there's a rapper who said something to this effect who said like some people living their entire lives trying to headline but really it's so much better being your open and act because every year we're potentially the next big thing you know like yeah. I'm paraphrasing but uh, yeah, yeah. And then there's also like something. yeah but that's still the dream the it dream is a dream still goes yeah. to I, being the headliner you know what I mean yeah. like it, yeah but even if, if I wouldn't mind being famous don't get me wrong I wouldn't be like <laughs> you're like no I mean I'll take it fuck universe. I'm so pissed off somebody gave me a tour bus and wants me to go open for that that is so annoying like right. no that's you'd not how su- I feel you'd but. be surprised we had someone on the show <laughs> you know, that decided they didn't like that yeah. really yeah. they were like I'm too famous. Well, you know. No, no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> it was the industry. But I, kudos He's to gonna like. He's going to see this. I'm going to be like, fuck I'm, them. I know. I'm Whoever just, I just hey, insulted, I didn't not, mean we're it. Not, <laughs> I have no idea we do not, who that was. We do not condone and support the, not, the uh, opinions but, of the guest. No, kudos. Kudos. Don't though, say his name. Oh, to, okay. to like the gorillas. Oh, yeah. Or MF Doom who right. figured out a way to be famous without being famous. Yeah. Like, That's you know, cool. I, I also. um. Too much of an ego. Me Dolly me. Parton too kind of did that. She Ooh, is she Dolly did. Parton in a way. She wrote she, all these songs, right? Well, no, but yeah. like Dolly Parton does not look like Dolly Parton. Like uh, Dolly Parton still go, gets to go walk down the street, she's not as Dolly the Parton. Hannah Montana she's, life. Yeah, she's living that Hannah Montana life. Everybody and their mom knows who Dolly Parton is, but like, yeah, and nobody she, knows. Yeah. If, you could, if you could do that right now, would you? Would you like go see her and just like? 
Or like Buckethead. That's yeah, another. why not? Marshmallow. Yeah, no, that would be right. fun. No one knows what that guy looks like. Well, a lot of people do. We yeah. Just, we don't. Okay. Yeah. Well, Slipknot like kept it out for years. For years. Oh, yeah. Now we all know what Slipknot well, who's the, is. Who's the Mickey Mouse guy? The uh, Dead, Dead, Mouse. Dead, Dead Mouse. We all know what he looks like, he, though. Yeah, he was famous before. The, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But that would be cool. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. We know what they look like, too, now. Well, now we do. Now we do. For a long time. Yeah. Well, it was hard for anyone to keep anything a secret because people found out, like, yeah. Like they found out what, who Sia was really fast. They found out, but they kept like like Kane for instance, the wrestler. Or, he kept that, that identity for years. for years. Yeah, but the internet wasn't like as. Oh no, for sure. As or real. Like, <laughs> or yeah, like it wasn't like as like or, huge. Or yeah. like during her like her early career, or like she was just using the shades, the big shades, right? Mm-hmm. And I think. Uh, Beyonce, some bigger artist at the time, had posted, "Wow, her was right by me. I didn't even know it was her." <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they had taken the shades off, you yeah. know, they weren't, you know, also like, like Dolly kitten it out here. Dolly Parton has written songs for other people that hit big, like that's another cool thing that that would be ideal too. Like, yeah, you write a show or something that hit big and that's famous, but you what know, what song did she write for? Other people? Well, she, uh, what was that one? The Whitney Houston song, she didn't write that for her, she, they covered, she didn't write it they for covered her, it. but but it's like one of those she wrote yeah. it first originally, yeah. I'm sorry, we got off. She's getting those royalties, probably. Yeah, yeah. You ever see, you seen the interview with her? And they're like, "How do you feel?" People like not knowing that you originally sang that song. She goes, "I don't care. I'm getting paid." <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Um, She's so funny. Have you I seen would. her? Uh, this is so off topic yeah. now, but have you seen no. her with like the Taco Bell thing she brought yeah. back the yeah. the nacho pizza or whatever? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. She's a powerful wait. woman. There's a wait, billboard wait. around here. Dolly Part. Oh, in SF. It's Wait, what, what's her saying like be nice to people? Aww. It's just like a really that's cool. A, that's what's a great a, thing to do with your power. What's up with yes. the Mexican pizza? <laughs> Sorry. She <laughs> she brought up. <laughs> she didn't say Mexican pizza. No, she, she did. Said Taco Bell pizza. A Taco Bell pizza. The taco, or I think it's a nacho pizza. Nacho pizza. I don't know what it is, yeah, but yeah. she like it was right, on the menu yeah. forever ago. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. got rid of it. It is a Mexican. And then pizza. she was like, "Could just, you could you please bring it back?" And they were oh, like, "Oh no way, she brought it back." If Dolly says so. Dang. Did you also hear that, like, apparently Taylor Swift made, what is it, eggs, the price of eggs or milk go down? Uh, milk. Word. Milk. Oh, milk. Oh, she yeah, said, I did hear about they that. They said something about, <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't eggs or milk. It was something else, but, it, like, the stocks tanked on it. Yeah. Because it was like. She was like, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. What, what was going up, though, that. That she, our gas uh, something political or something. She was like, "Oh, we're just gonna stop buying milk or something." And then everyone stopped buying milk. That's the and thing. Like, where, Taylor where Swift apparently runs have, enough yeah. of the country to, <laughs> to make people have power. Food like that people have down. that level of fame. I mean, that's that's you know when you get Don't, to a level of fame. Wait, I wait, wonder wait. if I would want that much fame. That's where it gets scary. <laughs> like the, like Maroon Five, oh, oh. Lincoln Park level. That's great. Okay, a little a little Nickelback. <laughs> We're, we were talking about meanings, meanings to songs. Yeah, you, know, you know, like, no one to be like famouser than them, but <laughs> famouser. Hey with man, that, I'm not with a, that vocabulary. I'm the exact opposite. Going right to the top. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite of a teacher. Wait, <laughs> stupid. Going, going to, going to, like, like we're talking about right now, where you mentioned earlier about, like, you know, your your audience comes up to you say, oh, the meaning of that song, which yeah. is different when when you wrote it. Yeah, that's always been the case with like dudes, like the, I mean. You always say I go dark. Charles Manson heard the, the Helter Skelter. He took his own meaning to the, like uh, what the song originally was intended to. That's also a thing that, like you know, like I never want to get to a point where like 
something I created inspires some horrible shit. Because that's like what you, yeah. you yeah, put you, out there. Yeah, yeah, but you also can't. You're, you can't be responsible for no, no, other people's can't take actions. That. For Cause, sure. Because you can, you can take a Jason Mraz song and be like, oh, that inspired <laughs> me to kill somebody else. Be like, how did, how did Jason album... Mraz does inspite violence. <laughs> like, how did, how did love is a four-letter word? <laughs> the, first, the first Frisbee killer ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he told me he wanted me to have better todays than tomorrow so i just killed an entire i'll ask you restaurant full of mcdonald's customers i'll ask you as a no just kidding sorry jason mraz i'm a big fan I'll i like, jason, fan I like jason, jason mraz too. too that was one of the first covers i ever did that's when i asked you what's oh, yeah. your what's what your song did you cover i think i'm yours yeah yeah what you know you got everyone it. does that you got it what did you grow in, what did you grow up on like what's inspired you or oh aside Regina. from like the, Regina Spector. Okay. I feel like Regina Spector, like, this is so stupid to say, and I freaking hate saying this, but like Regina Spector kind of taught me how to sing. Yeah. It was during that time where I was learning how to sing, and I, you know, I didn't really have a lot of people in my life who were listening to music or really doing music, really. So, um, yeah, I would listen to her, pause it, do it. And then be like, mm, that didn't sound right. Let me try again. Like, I yeah. really learned so much from from listening to Regina Spector. I'm very excited. I get to go see her headline for the first time really soon, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's um, been doing it for years now, right? Like, yeah. yeah she, yeah. oh my gosh, she's like early 2000s, but she yeah. has managed to stay in the game. Um, who else did I grow up on? I don't even know. I have such a short-term memory. But um, I'm really into Bella White right now. Uh, Regina Spector always. I've, I've been liking Sylvanesso, but very hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ingrid Michaelson's a classic. Oh, I definitely grew up on Ingrid Michaelson. Mm, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Used to, oh, I used to love Mumford and Sons. Oh, I used oh, to like classic. it a lot. I was like, oh my gosh, Mumford and when Sons that, in the middle of Texas, slapping that in, in the middle of <laughs> the car. I don't know. Yeah. Sla- I don't know what slapping that. I was like slapping the... I don't know. When you uh, <laughs> learned to sing, how old were you? Oh, I've been singing forever. I can't remember a time where I wasn't singing. But I feel like when I was, like, learning... Like, when you really were like, oh, voice, I want to learn how to do this. Yeah, when I was, like, figuring out my voice was probably junior high, high okay. school. Do you think anybody can sing? Or do you think it's a natural-born talent? I... Oh, I used to think anybody could sing. And then... Because you sang all the time growing up. Like, yeah, because I sang all the time, and I grew up singing, like, every week. <laughs> That's like those kids that grew up with chef parents that like, everybody cooks at home, yeah. right? And then you realize, no. Well, I think... Yeah. I think anyone can sing. I know. I So, okay, but, but from that perspective... I've spent years, so, like, I think if you're willing to put in years, mm-hmm. if you're willing to build That's your muscles, mm-hmm. um, can can you point at anybody on the street and be like, sing me a song, and then be like, but remember about your diaphragm, and, and don't, and pro- remember to project, oh, or whatever you, the hell, you like. You tell regular singers that. And- yeah, no, like, that. not everybody can sing. I, I think anybody, with the exception of, like, don't jump off a cliff and try and fly, but, you know, pretty much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything's a skill. Right. You can you learn can, to do you almost can develop anything. the skill because if you you might not be the best in the world, but right. you can develop a skill because you could you could uh, like go to a karaoke thing and you pick a song for me. I'm not going to sing it well, but if it's a song that I grew up listening to, I might sing it just like the artist. It's one of those things where it's like mm, imitation, imitation, cool. and there is like you've been doing it for 20 years, familiar, <laughs> yeah, that too, something you're familiar. Years at the house because like you know. I, 
it's one of those things like for me I don't like obviously not everyone can do stand up comedy <laughs> oh no but we already we already right, talked it's yeah. easy it, 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 it's just fuck easy. up Marcos <laughs> <laughs> see when he says everyone can sing it's kind of like I'm not a singer, but I was like, I don't think so. You know why I say that? You can learn, maybe. You can learn. You, I think anyone can learn, because, like, I grew, I grew up in the church choir, and, mm-hmm. like... Oh, you had, did, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, had some, <laughs> we had some people that, like, could not sing. Yeah. Right? And... <laughs> one of my buddies. I love him to death. <laughs> I know. I had to filter what, how I was but saying like, it. He, but, like, over the years... He actually started singing a lot better. And then when I stopped practicing, really, when I was a kid, he was getting better than me. He got better. And I was like, oh, anyone can learn how to do this. Yeah. And then I realized, too, like, when it comes to, like, putting out music and stuff like that, yeah. it's so subjective. Because sometimes I've, like, I've put on some questionable covers in my life. <laughs> and people are like, oh, that's so great. And I'm like, what are your ears? Even I heard that that was terrible. Yeah. I was just trying to get something out quick, you know? Yeah. And I think definitely, I think. I think what happens is people mistake having a presence, whether it's online or on stage. I think a stage presence is really important to become an artist yeah. more than just a singer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like for you, stage like, presence. right. Yeah. You can have, you can be like an okay comedian, but if you have really good stage presence and maybe you're, you're pretty quick with the comebacks and you know, the process, you know, the process of how yeah. things work, yeah. you might get a little farther ahead than say the guy that's like a really talented singer but he just sits there and he's not fun yeah you know what i mean i noticed yeah because there's people that have good jokes but they're really you know uh, well and are you really gonna book shows if you don't have any charisma whatsoever well people do though do they yeah that's how do they meet people there's a place for non-fun singers it's called the opera but they probably won't (laughs) <laughs> they get booked, but they probably won't get booked again. No, see, I, I don't know. Well, maybe. But never, I mean, you have to make connections. How do you right. make connections if people don't want to be around you? Exactly. Well, yeah. it's not that they don't want to be around you, per se. It's just like, yeah. I'm talking about, like, fan interaction, right? Mm, like, yeah. wow, you're great, but it was really rough to watch you just sit <laughs> there for, like, thir- a 30-minute set. You know yeah. what I mean? Where then my band came up, and it was like, you guys, like, like his vocals weren't, like, as good as that guy's but his stage energy, presence was awesome energy, was, i was running around i was jumping i was climbing on the drum set fun. jumping off you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, for sure and you remember that more yeah you remember that more like the oh that was a fun show to watch that was you know uh that's why we, right now everyone in comedy is trying to like do some kind of crowd work because it really makes it a personal experience or like mm-hmm. he fucking picked on me that son of a bitch but you know but now I was involved now I'm a lifetime yeah. fan of Andrew Schultz because he talked to me for sure I have that experience in San Francisco <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bronx hip hop legend KRS One uh, had, had given some advice that I kind of uh, took with me he said you know a lot of people when they're when they're rapping you know in particular they get on stage and they think that after their first song or even before their first song, they can get the crowd to go, all right, everybody, when I say yeah, you say yeah, put your hands in the air. You do that to a cold audience that doesn't even know you yet, yeah. you haven't warmed up yet, they're going to boo you, they're going to be... So what I do is I go out there, I, I wear multiple layers of clothing. I put my first song out. After I get done performing that song, I take that first layer off like a big thick jacket. Ooh, by striptease. The, by the middle of the show... <laughs> After they feel like they've gone on a journey with me, then I can go, 
Everybody in your hands, put your hands in the air, say, oh, oh. You said that's what KRS wants. Yes, what KRS wants. I thought you were talking about yourself. No, 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 no. I don't know anything. But, like. And also, KRS talks a lot in between songs. That too. Yeah. Like he mentioned that warming the crowd up. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, there's a true art form to like just it's not oh, yeah. just magic. You don't just go up there and, you know, something I heard as a kid. And on that same, because he he has two songs about being an MC. <laughs> That's one of the things that I was gonna ask you. I guess I could ask both of you since you're musicians. My one of my good comic friends told me it's being. Any kind of performance, any kind of speaking in front of students or just in general performing, you kind of have to learn how to be an MC yep. mm-hmm. first. That's the first thing to uh, that you should kind of how to work how to <laughs> work how to work, work a, how to work a crowd. It's a big part of any kind of performance. Would you agree with that? You go first. Oh, okay. Defer. Um, I. I think that there's a lot of different aspects of music. So it sounds like we're just talking about performing, not like right. on Spotify. For sure. Correct. Um, but I think that some people are so, um, their songs are so amazing and so like inviting and so thrilling that I think you can just go from song to song to song mm-hmm. and like maybe that audience is in it and maybe they know the songs that also affects it. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. Is the question, is crowd work important? Not not crowd work, but you can... Learning how to be an MC almost before learning how to... I think that you learn, I would say you you bring your music out and you kind of like get a crash course. You're kind of thrown to the wolves and you figure out like how to do that. And there's also like this aspect of like, you could have a really good thing to say, or like maybe you say something really funny at the wrong moment. Like it's learning all of those things. Yeah. Um, or learning how to purposely like bit things out like because yeah. there's a, like how yeah. you comedians how comedians do you know jokes all the time we kind of do the same thing like when i stop a song sometimes we'll practice that right i'll go oh the crowd's not into this it's a crowd full of my friends and family they should be singing say Ayo. so mm. you know what i mean so like i'm gonna stop the song and be like no 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 you guys need to sing it with us get a oh, little you more do stop it. yeah yeah okay. we'll practice that um i'll practice stuff with them like like but that's like you said that's stuff you learn as, you as go you're going it. like you don't have to learn how to not learn get, but get, you you gotta take like basically what he's saying like you gotta learn how to maneuver out of shit if it's not working as you're doing it yeah like you have no to learn but how that's to, not what you said how to manipulate the crowd Warming no but what did you say what was that original well original thing? is just you, learning how to be an mc is important to performing yeah that's essentially the question work in the crowd work yeah but it crowd. comes hand in hand I think it, yeah, I think that's almost step two. Yeah. I would say. It's not step one. You right. don't start there. I was a, a little bit lucky because I had like a little bit of a, a footing on that because of teaching, but yeah. I don't think most people start with that at no. all. Yeah. I would say you become an MC once you're comfortable on stage. Now yeah. you can throw me up and I'll be like, hey guys, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could do that anyway. Because like right now and with your experience, if, if, if there was like a, a, a meeting or some kind of work meeting with hella people and it's like, hey, can you go up there and just tell everybody we're going to get started soon? Like you would be able to do that now. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I could do that before. I would hope. <laughs> hey everybody, there's a meeting I'm, about to start. Like that's Okay, this hard. is your audition. What's, what's I'm going to give you some, no, I'm just kidding. What's hard is, um, 
um, everybody's somebody, some important person that nobody's seen for a year just walked into the room. Yeah. Nobody in this entire venue gives a shit that I'm up here. How do I get it back? <laughs> right. Right. That's that's what you. That's you ever just be blunt on stage like, hey guys, I don't bite. Come to the front of the stage. You know what I mean? Like, come over here. Oh, I tell them I do bite. Come up to the stage. <laughs> Yeah, that's, <laughs> That'll get him up there. <laughs> that's the difference. So you said to buy tickets where? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like uh, we'll do that too. We'll be like, hey guys, like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna force you guys to come up here because first off, you guys bought tickets to this, so come up here. We're gonna have a good time, <laughs> even if it's just six people in the front row. Yeah. And that's the thing that really. Um, it, you know, when you're passionate about something, it shows stuff, stuff like that. When mm-hmm. like, <laughs> when I had to compete with too short <laughs> for audience members, where I was like, "Fuck!" Like I know he's out there, but just stick around. I'm gonna tell some jokes. Mm-hmm. That shit is hard. Yeah, and, and and you know, it was. I mean, yeah, I would rather if I was, I'd rather go see too short. <laughs> yeah, but- than to see me. I think there's also a level of like reciprocity with that. Like if you're in a whole lineup and you're the headliner and you like the crowd's been like back the entire time, you're probably it's going to be hard to get that crowd up. So I like if I if I'm like going to be in a lineup with people like I'm I'm in that front row. I will literally I have got even I think Gabby's show I've done this where it's just like you you're sitting on this bar stool. I'm cute enough. You're fine. I'm going to take your hand. We're going to the front. You? Okay. Let's all go to the... I will literally pull people up to the front for other people. Oh, for and then when people, I go yeah. on, they're up there. Wow. Or, tell, or, or tell some people, hey, you shut up. The show's I'll be like, cold. come with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't That's know why brilliant. that... Brilliant. It reminded me of that white chick scene where they're like bidding. And like Marcus is like tickling oh, them. Tickling. And they're all like just... $500. $500. Sorry, that was random. That was ADD. Yeah, because you like the show. Like you like show. I, I, lo- I have a lot of respect for any kind of... Like if there's some some kind of live performance happening, mm-hmm. and even if I'm, it's not my thing, and, yeah. and it's like, hey, shut up. It's like that person is getting up there and being creative, and yeah. they yeah. worked really fucking yeah. hard to be up there. Let's go. Like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not that hard That's to get people up there. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks for what, what, So we, we we're close to the end of the show now, but like I do want to first of all thank you for coming way yeah. out here, and thanks I, I want to see you live. I want to yeah. see you perform live. Come on down. Are you, are you doing? Are you doing any shows? I I want to start playing out here. Um, so I'm working on booking some shows. Hopefully by any any like potential spots where you might come out to do you know of or uh for out here yeah i don't know yet if you have suggestions a lot i will of, yeah, i will take them sure. i would love we'll, i would love all the connections um but yeah i have a lot of stuff uh like we're playing on july 22nd there's a captain and stoker block party and we're gonna like fill a whole like baseball field and like play out in monterey oh, which cool. will be super awesome. super fun that's cool and then we've got the telltales tour which is august 10th through uh 13th and we're playing all kinds of venues that's all up on our instagram so that's coming up soon too and then we play around monterey all the time that's cool. your that's mm-hmm. your home base that's my that's my home base i love monterey because it's, it's like town. i can drive up here really easily i have friends up here i've got you know family in la too so it's just like it's this really nice middle place where 
I live, I mean, I see the, the ocean from my window, and yet I get to, I can perform anywhere I want. I went to Monterey one time as a kid, and yeah. everything was closed. <laughs> no! And so that's my perception of Monterey. <laughs> no, come back! <laughs> that was the first... It'll be open now. <laughs> that was the first city outside of the Bay that I performed stand-up in. Oh, yeah? Ever. Wait, yeah. where? Uh... Damn it. In Monterey? In Monterey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just in Monterey, just in the Monterey. club. I just got We're kind of, the, of a club I just, feel. I just yeah. got out of the car and no. It, it was, I think, the Blue Lagoon. or The Blue the, Lagoon. Oh my God. We, we play there all the time. We're playing there. Um, upstairs, the upstairs stage? Not the upstairs stage. We play on the, you know, we play grungy. We're, we're okay. on the downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or are you thinking the Catalyst? That has no, to no, no. It's I no, think it's, it's upstairs. The, the blue, blue, blue Lagoon, I believe this was yeah. called. Yeah, it's, it's in downtown, right? The downtown. Yeah, 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 on Pacific. There's a, a stage upstairs. That's where I, that's where I did a comedy show like nice. 2014. It was a long time ago. Yeah. How'd it go? It was cool. I was I had a fever. <laughs> I had a, that's those are good I circumstances. A, I had a 102 fever, God and damn. this is before COVID, so mm-hmm. you know that's I just showed up I was yeah like, okay, i'm just gonna do this show but it was cool it was a lot of people that showed up what nice. if you were the first person with covid <sighs> thank you for could coming. have been thank you in for 2014 coming. thank you for coming to the show <laughs> you just so, said every artist 10 years back just to let you know yeah no, fuck I did, you I did, I did. <laughs> no so um and um so I, I if you do plan on coming out here yeah um like have you done a bay area show yet not not as an adult <laughs> okay cool yeah so when you do come out there we'll be sure to like support you fully to get yeah yeah 100%. would love that yeah any closing statements you have for any li- final yes. thoughts like like jerry springer <laughs> i uh i'm working on an ep this uh summer i'm just okay. like non-stop recording from now next two months and then it should be out hopefully Mixed and mastered by the end of August, so somewhere in the fall it should be coming out. So look for that. It's going to be just like under my solo thing, so Jin Fragonard. And then we have Haggard Heart coming out with the um, with the Fragonards soon, when probably a couple months, maybe a month and a half. And then Sidewinder is going to be the next single out with uh, the Tall Tales. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Wait, quick question. Do you mix and master your own stuff or send it out? I I send it out, but I record I my own stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. That's cool. No, same so here. Yeah. <laughs> when you book something out here, yes. I'm going to reach out to you because I could probably, if, you, if it's the same weekend or whatever, yeah. get you something booked in Richmond. So. Sick. I would oh, love yeah. that. We, we all have somewhere. There's we can, somewhere we yeah, can Yeah, hook me up. up. There's I would love for to. sure. I know a place in mind specifically that it would be great. Like, Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, let's all do right. it. Thank you for coming out once again. That's, for it was awesome. Me. Thank yeah. you. This is it was so awesome. much fun, y'all. Are Thank super you. cool. Thank you. That's been the voice party. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs>